on the podcast today, I'm talking with Mark Livingston. He is a certified pickleball coach through three different organizations and soon will become a certified rating specialist. During the podcast, he talks about his coaching philosophy and how it can help move your game to the next level. Mark also discusses the Coach Mark Workout, which is a series of drills and drill games to improve your performance on the court. So let's get to the intro so we can hear from Mark. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Okay, today I would like to welcome Coach Mark, Mark Livingston, to the podcast. Greetings, Lynn, and greetings to your listeners. Well, it's great to have you on today, and I was really interested in having you as a guest because I do want to talk about your coaching philosophy but before we get into that, go ahead and tell me a little bit about how you started or were introduced to pickleball and then how you got into teaching. Oh, well, that's an interesting question. Two years ago, we relocated from Greensboro, North Carolina to the West Coast to here in Blaine, Washington. Blaine is three miles from the Canadian border, 30 miles from downtown Vancouver. And I had been playing tennis for 50 years, uh, ever since I was 11 years old. Um, I had taught tennis in my teens and 20s. And after retiring two years ago, decided, well, I'm going to hit the senior tennis circuit, play tournaments, maybe one day challenge John McEnroe in the senior circuit and all of that. And then I was introduced to pickleball and pickleball bit me pretty hard. And for about a three month period of time, I was going back and forth. And then I decided in March of 2019, less than two years ago to focus full-time on pickleball. And, uh, I just started uh, learning and developing all of the skill sets required. I found out really quick that pickleball is not tennis on a smaller court. And because of my previous experience with uh, tennis instruction, and then my 35-year career as a consultant and coach, it was a natural transition to become a certified pickleball coach and teaching professional. Um, which I have attained uh, in less than two years. So let me ask you about the time when you were playing both tennis and pickleball. How did that impact each of those games? Uh, well, uh, with 50 years of muscle memory uh, in tennis, that's a pretty good skill set or pretty good base. Um, so it didn't really influence the tennis side so much. And now on the pickleball side, that was a whole lot different. We have a paddle that's 17 inches in length. We have a essentially a wiffle ball, one ounce pickleball um, that we have to uh, watch. We have to learn how it spins. A pickleball does not bounce nearly as high as a tennis ball. So it was a little bit harder in terms of pickleball, being able just to catch up on all of these little nuances, um, especially in terms of 
the paddle control necessary uh, to direct the ball or to short the ball, keep it short and soft in the court. With a tennis racket, you have strings and the ball bounces off of those strings and you can apply spin. Um, pickleball, a little bit different. Yeah, there's definitely spin, but it's just um, with a, a paddle, polycarbonate paddle, it's a whole lot different than a tennis racket with strings. So I had to understand that and develop the control necessary to build my consistency. You mentioned that pickleball is not tennis in a smaller court. That sounds a little bit like it's probably getting into your coaching philosophy. So take that into a little bit more detail. Yeah, I uh, had the good fortune in the summer of 2019 to play with a group of advanced players at a uh, uh, in a city, Birch Bay, Washington, just four or five miles away from Blaine. There's a community there called Birch Bay Village. And I was introduced to this group of players and eventually got invited to play with the 4.0 plus group. And I learned from uh, Bud Meltzner, who is the coordinator and host of that group. I learned from him very quickly that I was hitting the ball too hard in pickleball. I was approaching it kind of like tennis. And he could see very clearly from the first get-go that I had a tennis background, that I had good eye-to-hand coordination, movement, all of that. But I was hitting it way, way too hard. And so he introduced me to the concept of play low and slow. And that's really developing the softer side of the game in terms of the dinking and the drop shots and the touch shots, the blocks and the resets back into the non-volley zone. Instead of trying to blast your opponents off the pickleball court, how can you use placement over power? How can you slow the game down to take away that hard and fast tempo from others who may not have gotten the memo that there's some dinking and dropping that goes on in the game of pickleball? And so that was very instructive to get your game critiqued and get some feedback and uh, learn how to approach it, Um, particularly the mindset that less is more, slower is better. It means that you don't hit the ball hard. I mean, sometimes you do. I mean, you have a pop up, you have a high ball, well, you aim to put it away. But once again, just watch that you don't overhit and make those unforced errors that uh, bedevil players at every level of skill. With the low and slow game, is that something you've mastered at this point? And if so, how long did it take you to do that? Or where are you? Yeah, it's taken me a year to really develop the control and consistency. So this is another area that I've focused on, especially in my coaching, about how to communicate low and slow to novice and intermediate players in particular who want to move up to the 3-0 level or to the 4-0 level. 
So my philosophy, play low and slow, but then the strategy is around developing the control, the consistency, and the confidence to be able to play low and slow. And so developing that control and consistency took about a year of really hard work. And the work um, that I chose to follow was one of drilling and practicing and engaging in drill games, particularly skinny singles. And uh, those drill games really helped me in terms of my doubles gameplay uh, to be able to do the drop shotting, to do the dinking, to keep the ball low when you volley, um, and, and all of the elements that when you watch the professional matches on YouTube that you see these women and the, these men just do almost second nature. So it took me a year of really hard work and also playing against better players who spanked me more than a couple of times. I notice on your site that you do have a lot of different videos to help people with drills and practice. Which one is your favorite concept? Yeah, you're referring to the Coach Mark workout. And that's a series of uh, seven drills and three dr drill games. And that's really the set of drills that I've been practicing uh, now. It was also the um, workout that I used in coming out of the uh, stay-at-home uh, shutdown or lockdown that we had in Washington State in March, April, and May. So instead of rushing out and starting to play games, I took about two weeks and did nothing more than one-on-one -on -one drills with willing partners using these types of drills and drill games. But my favorite is probably the zero to 60 drill game. And the reason why I like that is because we move from a sort of a collaborative approach to doing the drills to a little bit more competitive approach, but it directly rewards the control and the consistency that's necessary to move up in skill level, necessary to play high quality pickleball. And so to me, the zero to 60 drill game is, is my favorite. Can you describe how that works? Yeah, you play on one half of the court. You can play straight on, uh, or you can play cross court as well, but you play one half of the court. And so one player starts at the baseline, one player starts at the non-volley line. Uh, let's say player A is the baseliner and player B is at the net. So player B will feed the ball to the baseliner. It'll be zero, zero. And for the baseliner, the reward is you get a point every single time you hit the ball over the net. Now, the goal is to keep it low and slow. You're dropping the ball into the non-volley zone. Or if you need to drive every now and then, you're definitely wanting to keep it low. But you get a point every single time that it goes over the net. For the player B who's at the net, the idea here is to get rewarded for control. Uh, 
Meaning as you volley the ball back, as you take that um, drop shot into the non-volley area, how can you apply pressure on the baseliner? How can you keep that ball in play, but yet applying controlled pressure? So that the baseliner misses. And so if the ball is wide or goes into the net, then it's a side out. And player A comes up to the non-volley line, player B then goes back and uh, is at the baseline and a chance for them to score. There's one wrinkle that I include in my zero to 60 drill game. And that is if you're at the non-volley line and you're volleying and you're trying to put a ball away or hit it deep and you miss, you hit it out, you hit it wide, you hit it into net, that's a penalty point that gets rewarded to the baseliner. And so there's the dynamic in terms of rewarding control and consistency and learning how to hit under pressure and um, how to score, but to do it the right way. And that's why I enjoy uh, Zero to 60 so much. It sort of replicates or simulates the gameplay environment. That sounds like a great drill. And I am somebody, I enjoy drilling. I've got my own lobster pickleball machine. So back when I get on the court again, once um, COVID is done and over, I'll look forward to doing that one. One other thing you mentioned about the three C's was the confidence factor. Can you talk a little bit more about how, I guess, the other two C's probably impact confidence? Yeah, um, this sort of uh, mirrors my own development in the game of tennis and pickleball. But also now that I've been uh, instructing for a year and I'm uh, going to be celebrating my first year anniversary of Coach Mark LLC tomorrow, uh, I've just noticed this year in terms of working with novice and intermediate players in particular, that being able to keep a rally going for 10 to 12 hits at a time sometimes is a real challenge. When you look at a typical game of pickleball, whether it's uh, social, recreational, or maybe even a competitive game, um, very, very rarely do the rallies last longer than 10 hits total. And so that speaks to the ability to be able to consistently um, move to the ball, set up for it, hit the ball in the center of the paddle, direct the ball to the point of the court that you want to, and to be able to do that time after time after time, no matter the pace of the shot, the spin of the shot, where you are on the court. And so if you're able to master that control and that consistency, then there's this feeling of invincibility. I can hang in there one more hit with this player or this team that has the advantage at the net. Uh, and maybe I can get them to overhit and make an unforced error. 
And you can just see people's faces light up when they're able to hit 10, 15, 20 shots in a row during practice, during a game. You just feel the energy level move up. And they start to believe in themselves that they can actually win more games, more side outs, that they're starting to master pickleball, that they're starting to challenge players at a higher skill level. Um, You can just see it in their faces and in their walks and the way they approach the game. Well, congratulations on your first year anniversary with Coach Mark. Are you largely coaching in the Washington area or do you travel around and and also teach? Well, this year it's been in uh, the Blaine, Birch Bay and Bellingham area. Bellingham is a city of about 100,000. Western Washington University is located there. Um, It's also home to the Bellingham Pickleball Club, where I'm uh, at large board member. Here in a couple of, well, nine days, I'm going to be heading down south to Arizona. I'm going to, I found a a place to rent for four months in Surprise, Arizona, which is home of USA Pickleball. Um, I'm going to try an experiment this year to become a snowbird and use the time to work on my game, to coach and teach at clubs in the area, uh, play a couple tournaments, uh, work on some new programs and services that I'm going to be introducing in spring of 2021. But because of COVID, I made the decision in August that I was not going to go back indoors and play indoor play. And just this week, we have new executive orders, um, basically the West Coast states, Oregon, California, Washington, are really starting to restrict um, gyms, fitness centers, indoor rec centers. So indoor play is not really going to happen this year because of the increase in uh, cases of COVID. So I'm looking forward to uh, going down there. And I think that might be something that I'll be doing on a regular basis. Well, I can understand that snowbird idea. I live in Connecticut, so I I know I won't be going anywhere this year, but hopefully next year I'll be heading down to Florida and California. Excellent. Well, maybe you could stop by Surprise, Arizona. I would love to. Actually, I have uh, I spent some time in Havasu City last mm-hmm. year also, last winter. Um, so I suspect Surprise isn't too, too far away. Well, then we can do the Coach Mark workout. I'll look forward to that. Well, you mentioned too that you've got some new services for 2021. Are you ready to share about those now or are you going to kind of keep them? Okay, well, go ahead. Sure. Well, um, one of the things that I've done is I have uh, purchased Hellas Bar's Dynamite Doubles program. And uh, I've heard a lot of good things about this program. Of course, a lot of good things about Hella. She lives in Mesa, Arizona, so I'm going to be looking her up and picking her brain about the game of doubles and double strategy. Um, One of the things that I have noticed, again, just in my own introduction to the game, um, is who really teaches you any strategy about doubles? 
I mean, pickleball is one of those games, one of those sports that you can just quickly pick up. Um, yeah, it may be a challenge at first and maybe you're not playing very well at first, but it's a fairly easy sport to pick up and it's, it's a healthy addiction. It's fun, high level of social engagement, but nobody really ever provides instruction about this is how you play high quality, consistent doubles. So I want to learn from Hella, and I want to bring back the best of what she has to offer with my own observations. And I'm going to be creating a eight hour program um, called improve your doubles play. That's a four, two hour sessions of covering the highlights. Also directing people to go purchase Hella's program, but then also practicing and getting some coached practice uh, with coach Mark. So that's one. Another one is I'm also a candidate to become a certified skills rater with IPTA, the International Pickleball Teaching Professional Association. So I want to venture into that territory of being the person who says yes or no, you are a 3.5 skill level uh, player or here's what you need to work on. This is kind of a role that I played during my career as a consultant. Sometimes I had to deliver bad news to clients and their organizations, but I'm going to be venturing down that path and then offering that service um, primarily for individuals. If they want to get a formal certified uh, rating from a credentialed rater, come see Coach Mark. And then I have a variety of other tools that I want to develop for players, including some troubleshooting job aids. Um, My stepdaughter is going to be creating a couple of fitness videos. She's a yoga certified yoga instructor, a yogini. So yogini Sarah is going to be, helping pickleball players out uh, in terms of improving their flexibility and agility, which is a huge thing. I think a lot of coaches do not really go there in terms of uh, talking with and helping their players and their clients um, learn how to play better pickleball by improving their fitness. So those are just a couple of the things that I'll be working on uh, in the next four months and then introducing next spring and summer. Well, that that's great. It sounds like you're going to be very busy and I'd like to have you on again to talk about the skills writing aspect after you go through that training. I think that's sounds really, really interesting. Would love to. Lynn. Well, to finish up today, let me just ask a couple more questions. One being what pickleball paddle do you use and why do you use it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Vulcan line of pickleball paddles. I play with the V530 pow- power paddle. It's a little heavier paddle. It's uh, 8.6 ounces. Um, it's a paddle that was introduced to me by Peter Hudachko, 5.0 playing pro out of Pickleball Central 
in uh, Kent, Washington. He uh, said to me after a couple of workouts earlier in the year, he said, you have the low and slow down, Mark. You need some more power. And I'm not a particularly physically intimidating kind of person. I'm 5'8", 155, (laughs) age 63. So I need a little extra help with that paddle. And uh, I haven't lost any of the control or finesse, but I sure have gained a lot of power from uh, the way Vulcan has approached the design. So uh, I recommend Vulcan paddles. They have a great demo package program. You can uh, purchase the demo pack for 30 bucks and you get uh, five paddles sent to you that you can test out. So it's just a little plug for Vulcan there. Well, that's great. I actually had somebody else on the podcast who used Vulcan, and I do believe it's exactly the same paddle. So to finish up today, if somebody wants to reach out to you, where's the best place to, well, to contact you? Well, go to the website, www.coach-mark.com and look under the heading contact and go ahead and leave me a message there. I'll uh, promptly get back to him. I'd like to thank you for being on the show today. I really enjoyed all of the tips that you gave in the instruction-related comments. Thank you, Lynn. I appreciate it very much. Alrighty. Well, have a great day then. Same to you. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes. 